Lunchbox TV review of Hawkeye episodes one and two. I am Alex, and today I'm joined by Michelle. Hello. And Lou. Malamutes. That's right. And uh, let's get to it because uh, there's a Malamute in this episode two. <laughs> In this show, <laughs> is it a Malibu? It's something. It's a dog. It's right? a chihuahua. We, yeah. Oh, yeah. We 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 love dogs here. Uh. Well. Okay. Uh. So it, it's Hawkeye, based on uh the not really too famous uh, Marvel character, but uh, beloved. Uh, he's in the Avengers, played by Jeremy Renner. He's joined by uh, Haley Steinfeld, and uh, they're both uh in a duo sort of relationship partnership uh and kind of like a mentorship but uh so far hasn't reached that level yet uh well let's start with uh our initial thoughts uh spoiler free what did you guys think i liked it uh i thought i liked it more than i thought i would uh it is the the most grounded out of all the uh the mcu stuff we've had in a while after like wandavision and just like uh what if and especially Eternal that just kind of breaks your brain. It's good to have like a very grounded story of like you were saying, just a mentorship between the two. And from like one of her first scenes, Haley Steinfeld kind of stood out. She she was very good as Kate Bishop. And I do like the story that's going on, but I guess uh, Haley Steinfeld was really good that I could just watch her perform as Kate Bishop throughout the series. So yeah, I really liked it. I agree 100%, exactly what Lou said. Um, this is the most grounded story. I feel like this one feels like the most cookie cutter in a positive way, yeah. superhero story. It's very familiar. It has a lot of the same mechanics, tropes, story like lines that we've seen in more of the more basic or like star starter level Marvel stuff. Which after all the shows, comparing show to show, this feels actually quite refreshing because none of the other shows were necessarily in that mold. So this one feels really good. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention how festive it made me feel. Um, it actually, I, I don't typically like Christmas very much and it made me feel really happy and festive. And I actually really liked that. I wasn't sure how that was going to feel for me, um, but it, it feels good. It feels, it feels nice. I'm, I'm excited. It's nothing too crazy. And I'm I'm here for a good time and this will be my good time, I think. So just to add to that a little bit, I think it's a kind of like the calm before the storm that will be Spider-Man No Way Home. So that's kind of how I think about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. I, I also enjoyed it. Uh, like like Lou said, or like what you said, uh, it's, it's grounded. It's, it's more realistic. I, I, I do like my favorite parts override my least favorite parts. Like I'm, I, I, I enjoy seeing the fallout of like this huge superhero um, event in New York City and, and just see how the humans react to it. Like, like uh, Hawkeye's uh, impairment, uh, uh, Kate Bishop, you, you know, the way it inspired her to become a superhero, you know, her, her own sort. And, and like, even when Clint Barton is having dinner uh, he's getting calm because he's, you know, a savior. You, you know, people recognize him. That sort of deal. That he's a celebrity, a quasi-celebrity kind of thing. And and and, and like that. That's the sort of realism that that I really enjoyed uh, out of it. So, uh, let's talk overview. 
All right, it's, uh, the memory banks is usually stored for you know really weird Nintendo uh, <laughs> trivia, like really random stuff. Okay, let's see. So uh, the very first episode begins in uh, just before the Battle of New York, the uh, the siege or the the invasion that uh, Loki perpetrated uh, with the Chitari, the Chitari invasion, and. Uh, we see Kate Bishop's home is just getting wrecked. Presumably her father uh, perished in that attack. Presumably. Okay. Because I forget, we got theories in this show and, uh, they're, 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 you know, they're coming up. Uh, and so, right. And uh, young Kate Bishop looks out her window. Who does she see? She sees Hawkeye, uh, you know, doing a superhero thing, looking cool, saving lives, saving Kate herself. And uh, so presumably that's what inspired her to become an archer. Thankfully, you know, she didn't see Thor instead and, you know, was inspired to become a god because that could have been tricky. Uh, <laughs> and so we skip ahead years later. She is in some sort of prep school, but it's not a high school. She's like in a university, I suppose. And a fancy uh, a prank, one. <laughs> a fancy, yeah, a, a, a really fancy one. And uh, as a prank, it's just a prank, bro. She uh, rings this old uh, watchtowery bell, this, uh, this bell tower. And, you know, I, I, I want to say it's not her fault. It's more lack of upkeep from the uh, university. You know, even though they have multi-backers, they just didn't uh, maintain this, uh, this bell tower. And the bell tower collapses. And uh, so she goes home for Christmas uh, season. And uh, her mother, who is played by the very talented Vera Farmiga, who I just have to look at her name because uh, I said it right, right, Michelle? I know you're a big yeah. fan. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So she's, she's in the Conjuring movies, you know, you know, she's, uh, and the orphan, right? Mm -hmm. She's the mother in that, she in good. that she one. Good. Right? She's, she's good. good. She's good. She's <laughs> good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of dark, uh, dark movies. Hmm. Anyways. Uh, so she, uh, Kate finds out that she's dating, uh, her mother, that is, is dating Jack Duquesne. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Uh, this really sketchy mustachio dude, you know, don't trust dudes with mustaches. Skip over. Oh, no, no, sorry. Except for Max. Max, congratulations. This is for you, Max. Max, congrats. <laughs> we love your mustache. Except you, but you should have a beard. But I think that's gone. I just realized, so <laughs> breaking the fourth wall. Breaking the fourth Put a wall. picture of him right here. There you go. <laughs> Don't trust this guy. Sorry, sorry. Hey, I've had a mustache before. It's all good. Uh, <laughs> usually in a movie, it's like, oh, oh, he's, he's, you know, and it's twirly too. Yeah, it's a twirl. Well, so is Max's. But <laughs> is it? Oh no, it is. Yeah, sorry again. Max. <laughs> this dude looks like Max apparently. <laughs> And his new haircut. <laughs> I'm gonna post this one. Just like the quick thing for Max. There you go. Sorry, just, Max. Max is, Max is Sorry, number flashing. one. Fan. Oh, we're sorry, Max. We love you. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks sorry. for commenting on everything. Let us yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, 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 oh, we're giving the fans a spotlight today. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, uh, yeah, and uh, Kate Bishop does not 
support this relationship because uh, I suppose he's a skeevy dude, uh, but, but that could be revealed a little later. Skip over across town to Broadway and there is the Rogers musical based on Steve Rogers and based on the uh, Chitauri invasion. And uh, Clint Barton is in the crowd with his three kids, w one of which is gigantic, like towers <laughs> over Clint himself. That was pretty funny to say. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, I, 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 I did like seeing that they didn't recast because it's like, well, the kids got huge, you know, that, what are you going to do? Sometimes, you know, they, they tower over their fathers. And uh, so Clint was sort of, well, he wasn't having a panic attack, but, but he just, I guess he wasn't feeling it. And he, he, he left uh, because he saw like the person that played Natasha. And Natasha, of course, uh, passed away during the whole Endgame Infinity War Thanos uh, uh, debacle. And uh, yeah, he took some time off, uh, well, time away from the, the play just to uh, uh, recover. And him and his kids are having a great old time in New York uh, for the holidays. And so we switch back to where Kate is and uh, there is a charity uh, dinner party with a bunch of wealthy people and her, her mother, uh, Eleanor Bishop, uh, kind of uh, didn't put her up to it, but like she's, uh, you know, she's working for her mom doing that, uh, serving and uh, being a uh, part of the waiting staff. And uh, there's another skeevy dude who's called Armand the Third. Apparently there's, there's there's eight of these Armands, and uh, and right, he's he's really weird. He basically spills the beans that uh, his, her, Kate's mother is gonna marry the uh, the Jack Duquesne. And, Max, apparently. Yeah, yeah, Max. <laughs> is, is Max the first, the second, or third? Or is, <laughs> is there a Max lineage? Is he the no, first? the first of his name. <laughs> uh, and so uh, there's a black market deal happening with these, uh, you know, wealthy people around the basement and Kate uh, winds up there. And what do they sell? Uh, Triceratops skull and a Ronin costume like Ronin, the, who Hawkeye dressed up as during uh, the whole blip snap uh, phase that Earth had. He was just going around killing uh, mafiosos and uh, just evil people. Uh, so an attack happens and, oh, okay, there's a Ronin uh, outfit, the Ronin sword, an attack happens, uh, the, the, the strike, what do they call the, 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 the track, track suit, suit mafia. Track so, suit mafia. Bro. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a reason I wore those. <laughs> so uh, they're, they're looking to steal an artifact, apparently it's a watch. Okay, we got our theories about that. Uh, that's coming up, and and so right, the the Ronin equipment is or the outfit is taken by Kate, who puts it on because she can't be spotted, I guess. You know, beating people up. Okay, and uh, right, so she kind of I don't even know if she saves people. She she doesn't really do anything. She just beats up a few people. And uh, Jack actually makes it out with the, the sword, the retractable Ronin sword, really neat thing. And uh, we skip ahead, Kate saves this dog, a uh, breed of which I will not mention. And uh, uh, she, she saves the dog because uh, the dog was tussling with one of the bad guys. 
and the tracksuit wearing bad guys. Uh, I, I assume it has something to do with that Avengers watch. Whatever. And uh, right, so that's Pizza Dog. He's got, he's got one eye missing. And Hawkeye, Clint Barton, sees on the television that Ronan's back. Uh, he springs into action. He's like, hey, who, who could this uh, person be? Comes across uh, Kate Bishop, who uh, goes into Armand III's home. I guess to snoop around to, to see what's going on. Because she's really snoopy in the show. Like, extremely nosy since she was a kid. So uh, at least she, she, she keeps that up. And uh, Armand has been stabbed. He's been, you know, gutted. The assume it's with a sword. And uh, she leaves meets with Hawkeye, Hawkeye saves her, they go to uh, her, uh, no, her apartment, and the tracksuit people follow them there, attack the apartment, they leave, she goes to her aunt's apartment, and the whole ordeal, but basically, Clint wants that suit back, uh, just to, uh, you know, to get rid of it, or to deal with that, uh, because there's a lot of trouble, there's a lot of, uh, he made a lot of enemies with that outfit, and since Kate put it on, I, I guess she, took on those enemies as well, because uh, I guess it's her, her, I don't know, her identity now, part of her identity. Uh, so yeah, th th this is a really long synopsis, guys. <laughs> I, I, I gotta go faster. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, when, when the track two people attack her apartment through Molotov, uh, they leave uh, the, the Ronin suit there. Clint has to come back for it. Shenanigans happen, a firefighter took it. Uh, to wear his like LARPer thing, you know, the cosplay stuff. And uh, he has to, you know, clink clank fight the, the, the LARPer. He has to take a dive, uh, you know, pretend uh, he loses. Uh, that happens. He gets the, uh, the suit back. He seemingly parts ways with uh, Kate Bishop. It, uh, but, but he still has to resolve the whole deal with the, uh, the tracksuit mafia. And that involves uh, Clint himself getting captured by them. It happens. He's tied up in a warehouse by these uh, sketchy dudes. And uh, Kate is like the NSA or something because he, she was able to track down. Her mom works for a security company. So she yeah. has like clearance to things she really should not have. So yeah. she just like tracks it down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, whoa. And uh, she winds up in the warehouse too, kind of flops down, falls in front of them. She's, uh, they're both tied up. Uh, and uh, and the, uh, this is the second episode, and that ends with a look at their boss, who is Echo. I her name. Maya. No, hold on, hold on. Not just Echo. It's Maya something. Forgot her real name. Okay. Well, it's, it's, it's not here on IMDb. She is. Come on. Where's your name? But it's Echo. It's a it's a combo character called Echo. Uh, uh, flame of uh, Daredevil. Maya Alakwa or something like that. I, I, yeah, I probably butchered it, so yeah, I apologize. But yeah, 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 no, yeah, it's okay. So, so yeah, it ends up being being Echo, and uh, that's where it cut. Whoo! <laughs> All right, guys. While I chug this water, uh, tell me uh, what you liked, please. Uh, I guess we can do the pass the ball around thing. Um, I I already mentioned it earlier, but. Uh, they really did a good job of introducing Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop. I really love the scene where, uh, like, during the Chitari invasion, uh, it, yeah. it takes us back to that. It's like, uh, it's good to see 
things that happen from other perspectives, like uh, when uh, Monica re- reappeared from the snap in the hospital in WandaVision. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. So the introduction, Kate, was uh, you also mentioned it, that uh, what she was as a kid, she kind of keeps it up as an adult. And they did a really good job of just mm-hmm. keeping her kind of personality in there. So, yeah, that's one of the things that I like. Um, the <laughs> next thing I like. Oh, boy. Um, I like the general tone of the whole like all the episodes so far because they're fun like they're not I don't want to say silly the the word isn't necessarily silly but Clint as a character like I feel like people have not taken him seriously compared to the other Avengers like thought a little bit less of him and I feel like this gives a better picture of who he is as a character besides like that one scene in I can't remember which movie it was where like they realize he has a family and now he's a family man and that's his character trait. Um, I feel like they're doing a really good job of actually establishing that part of his character now, especially with the full introduction of his family and wanting to spend time with them for Christmas and just the interactions with his kids. I thought it really established like why this character is the way he is and how he operates in the world. It makes more sense. Um, So I think that's really awesome. And for me, it also makes it a little bit easier to wrap my head around this story being very like human and not super powered because we in every other show we've seen there's been superpowers even if like Sam Wilson doesn't have powers Bucky's there doing his thing you know what I mean that sort of thing and this is not a superpower like the heroes of the story do not have special powers special abilities they're really good at what they do but it's not like superhuman goodness and I I I like that they're making that really clear uh yeah um I I guess when we started this, I already mentioned what I like that it's grounded, like the like like just seeing the fallout of of all like the the superhero antics and like how it affects the real people. Um, <clears throat> but I I will say that I I do like how all the adults except for uh, Clint they all seem sketchy. Like I I don't trust a single yeah. one of them. And, uh, and 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 it works well uh, like the dichotomy with uh, Kate B- Kitty Bishop who's, who's like just like growing, finding her her own identity, and and like her her inspiration is like right right in front of her, and like he's nothing at all like the people she grew up with, you know, wealthy and uh, just like looking down on on everyone. Like, do you remember uh, what's his name, Armand the Third? Like zero chill with that yeah. guy, just like absolutely no filter, and it made me think it's like, wow, it, it, could you imagine living your life like that, like not really caring and like like I'm over here lower class and like I'm careful with what I say to people like with my neighbors so I don't piss them off and and meanwhile he's just you know whatever so so I I, I do enjoy the the way they're portraying uh, all the characters um yeah another thing I'd like to add uh with Clint is that I think he's in his element now um all everything we've all seen him is just like there's no way he could kill that or defeat this but because of like the people around him you know it, it happens they, they they win but like we were talking about this is very grounded and this is more his element like a, a spy thing like he's the born legacy which he was in so it, it's it's more it's a more believable clint that you're like all right he, he's gonna survive it he, he's a lot better than most of these uh, tracks with mafia so this is where he he could shine as both as a mentor and as a as a superhero. 
I find it interesting and correct me if I'm wrong here but I find it really interesting the placing of her age at 22 years old I think that's a really kind of in the middle for what we've seen of a lot of characters because we either see like in the mentor-mentee relationship younger because Peter Parker is distinctly younger than 22 what he's in high school right Um, yeah and then we see most of our heroes either with no specific age mentioned that I can think of but like presenting older um so I find her falling within 22 gives it a really interesting feel because she's not an adult but she's not a like she's an adult a young adult um not a child but she still has that kind of in between tendencies where she can be really like mature in a conversation and also at the same time not be and it works really well for her character and kind of the relationships that she's building and I think Alex pointed out something interesting about like how sketchy the adults are because and this could just be me but when I hit my 20s I became very aware of how flawed the adults in life are just as a young person you think oh wow adults are like they got it handled they know what's up like there's that like level of respect that they automatically get but I feel like when you hit your 20s you actually start to question that of be like wait they're humans like I'm not that far off from them they're also flawed they also have mistakes and I feel like that could be an interesting piece that her character is kind of witnessing. Um, I don't know. Like, if that's kind of where her growth goes, I'd be thrilled to see that storyline. Um, but I, I think it's really interesting that she's placed specifically at 22. Uh, like, it, it made me feel old again. Like, of, of the many, many things that make me feel old on a daily basis, this was yet another one. I was like, oh, yeah, she was at the Chitauri invasion. And then whoop, oh, she's an adult. Oh. She's like, uh, she's 22. I'm oh, like, oh, man, I could yeah. be a father. Yeah. And, and, and like, I'm literally the exact same person that I was the year that movie came out. So, yeah. All right. Sure. Okay. Let's do that. Just do that to old Alex here. Okay. Oh, sorry. This is things we liked. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I I I did like the musical. That was pretty funny. The the whole uh, Rogers. It was it, it was goofy, you know, as it should be. And uh, yeah, it, it it gave me a chuckle. Uh, and last, can I add on to sorry. that? Sorry, before go ahead, go ahead. you go, Lou. I just wanted because he specifically mentioned the musical. I thought the way they handled Clint and Natasha's relationship was great. Um, I didn't want to see too much lingering and sadness because we've seen that kind of like dealing with grief storyline already, um, specifically with like Spider-Man and Iron Man and all that. Um, so it was really nice that there was still like that moment of like how much she means to you, this and that. And he's able to move forward and it's not just like something that's kind of weighing down his character constantly. There's like the occasional mention, like when he decides to get captured by the mafia, there's a conversation between him and his wife where He's like, I'm going to do a catch and release. And then his wife's like, oh, like that's one of Nat's old moves. And that was like a nice moment where it's like a little comment of, yeah, she still influenced me, but I'm not like bogged down as a character. I'm kind of moving forward through that. And I thought that was really awesome. Sorry, go ahead. Liz. Yeah, no, I was actually going to just mention something about that too. Uh, I, I like that Clint's uh, PTSD is, is is just different, which is, it should be because not everybody has like a John Walker type PTSD. So I like how he handled it and it's it's not supposed to be the same. So yeah, that's that's all I wanted to add to that. Is there anything else we liked? I like the dog. <laughs> I like Pete the dog. He's cute. <laughs> it was that's really it. cute. He's so I, cute. I, 
I, I wonder if that's like a special effects thing they did or like if he's actually I think it is. That. I think it is because I think there was an yeah. article about how the director made it look like the, the eye was closed. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So I think it's a special okay. effects thing, yeah. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, all right. Uh let's talk didn't like. Uh, let's get real negative here. Uh go ahead. You want to start? Honestly, there wasn't a lot of things that I dislike in this movie. Uh, one is kind of some of the convenience of some things. Like we already mentioned it earlier, like, oh, so I, I can track anybody. It's like, oh, really? that, that easy, <laughs> huh? And uh, the other thing that I just didn't like is maybe just for now, but the, the villains are way too obvious. We, we, we can spot them a mile away. Like, yeah, he, he's... He's not going to be a good guy. And the mom's like, something's up with his mom. And yeah, so they were too obvious to me, but it didn't. I think you, Alex mentioned earlier where it didn't kind of uh, mess up what I liked about the, the whole thing. So yeah, that is it from. I have a really weird one, probably, but I feel like I got a little bit faked out in the beginning sequence because there's this moment where. Um, when Kate's young during the invasion where she has a conversation with her mom and they're about to play checkers or whatever and the mom's like she says something to the effect of like moms are cool too or something like trying to build this relationship with her because Kate has a better better relationship with her father so that happens and I'm like okay father dies fast forward we have this whole like kind of credit or little sequence where we see like the little animated bits of Kate winning awards and whatever that is and her mom is a character in that kind of supporting her through it so it faked me out to think that this would actually be a story of a functional mother-daughter relationship for the first time that I can think of in Marvel Universe. Um, and that was not the case. And I was so disappointed, especially because uh, Vera Farmiga is the mother. I, I love her. I wanted to see her being a loving, caring character because I don't know. That's I, I want that from her. So that was a little bit just, just I felt faked out. <laughs> um, I'm not mad at it now that I've dealt with it, but it would have been really refreshing to see something like that because I can't think of that in, you know, the Marvel universe at all. Moms don't really, I don't know. Moms are, moms in Marvel are like moms in Disney. They're dead or gone. Well, it's because women are evil, right? You know, it's just part, part of <laughs> That's the That's what we learned from watching Black Widow. <laughs> According to Black Widow, yeah. women are disposable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Except for uh, Clint's wife. She's just a really wonderful person. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's good one for good her, though. In the She's mother. a good mother. That's the exception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the exception. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I gotta say, guys, I did not like the action. Like, like, like. Actually, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the choreography wasn't anything special or spectacular. Like, like Falcon Winter Soldier blew it out of the water. Uh, like the hand to hand. Again, this is coming off. Okay, that that one show, Falcon Winter Soldier, and also we just saw Shang Chi, and and and, and, and <laughs> like if you're gonna give me like hand to hand stuff, you know you gotta give me more. Like, uh, you know, Haley Steinfeld, she, she's she, she she's a smaller lady, right? Like like one punch should drop her, and 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 like I I'm a fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and like there's a reason why she could beat the crap out of everyone because like you know she's uh. She's the slayer. Uh, she's the slayer. She's the slayer. <laughs> right, slayer. Yeah. So I thought there was another word for for it, but you know, I, I guess it's just the, slayer. the chosen it's the one. Chosen was one. the chosen one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, Buffy okay, is okay, my yeah. favorite show. 
it's, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I love that show when when it first came out. Uh, so yeah, so so like, like it makes sense. Like if if you know, they're if you're small, but you know, you you're imbued with power. Okay, sure. But like, she's like just taking full on gut punches from these like six five guys, and and I say, whoo, whoo, <laughs> like not like she's full from Thanksgiving dinner or something like that, right? And so it was. Yeah, there was that aside, like, like, uh, you know, uh, whatever, the disbelief factor. Uh, But but yeah, overall, it wasn't anything special in the choreography. I hope uh, it does get better in upcoming episodes. Yeah. Okay. I'll 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 say something else. (laughs) Um, And this is probably me being dumb, which I feel like has actually come up a bunch in our videos recently. So, like, I don't know what's going on for me. but it took me a hot minute to remember who the heck Ronan was because I was picturing the wrong Ronan. Oh. <laughs> like that doesn't oh, check out. Yeah. Oh, you must have been thinking I, about the I Guardians don't... of the Galaxy. Ronin. Yeah, and I was like, why, why oh. is his suit here? I don't remember him having a sword. <laughs> what is this? What? 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 Oh. Um, and then when Hawkeye like saw and he reacted, I was like, oh, duh, that makes yeah. sense. But I don't know if the name Ronan in that moment of like, that's who Hawkeye was didn't click for me because in my mind it was it was just evil Hawkeye it was just Hawkeye doing bad stuff it, he didn't have this separate persona that really stuck in my mind um and I didn't recognize the outfit honestly because it wasn't the most iconic part truly um so that just I was a little bit thrown for a moment and then once I realized like oh okay that totally makes sense why he's behaving this way why it's all happening just when they're like the Ronin suit I was like oh, <laughs> what didn't Ronan's the, ears? What ha- yeah, I was like, it's been a while since he like I, hello. I just didn't get it. So, that was just me being dumb, but I, I did not like that that part wasn't necessarily like as spoon fed as it could have been. Uh, also, how is his sword only going for two hundred thousand dollars? I feel like it should have been that. That's a really awesome retractable sword. Because like the uh, the starting bid for the uh fossil was like two million. And then the source of two hundred thousand. Like I, I feel my like question was how how did they all get that? Like where where did they get it? The rubble? Like I don't know. Apparently, I I, I want to say like the same way that uh, the vulture in Spider Man Homecoming was able yeah, to get sense. all that yeah. technology in New York. Like probably some independent contractors or whatever. They just you know started cleaning up the rubble. And yeah 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 stuff like that happens. But yeah the Ronin costume does sort of look like Kick Ass doesn't it yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what it reminds me of I, I don't know how well I, I guess he is like roughly the same height as Kate Katie is like they're, like, they're both sort of roughly yeah. like the hood was just I, a little guess, wonky on her yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is funny um I don't know Michelle is there anything else uh like, I, I, I mean like, like like for me I I think like my favorite moments were really um just the way the movie universe impacted real people. And like, I wish there was more of that. Like, like maybe if Katie went to see a psychiatrist after that, because that was, because like it seemed at the funeral, she's like, oh, I'm going to be a superhero instead of like, oh, I, I need to deal with my, the loss of my father. But uh, you never know, it might, might come into play later. Like she, she might not be over that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I think my, here's just, we're going to go into a little bit of, can, not conspiracies so guess is what's going to happen i don't think she's dealt with it so she's going to displace all her feelings for her father onto Quinn, and oh, that's okay. going to be something they have to deal with oh there you go 
Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Let's go. Okay, so so uh, since you you opened the door of uh, <laughs> predictions, our favorite part of like when a show starts, uh, predictions. Uh, Let's get it wrong. Do, do you do you have any? Uh, yeah, let's get them wrong. I don't have a lot, but I think th- this one is obvious because I've read some stuff like in comics and that uh, eventually Echo will be wearing the Rowan suit. So I, okay. I don't think that's a yeah. surprise because it does happen. So yeah, I don't know. I think somebody has something with the watch. I have no clue what the, about the watch. I, I got a guess for that watch. I think uh, I I think they're interested in that time travel technology. Oh, you're right. Cause, yeah, because 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 they were uh, they were using watches yeah. for the whole. Group. You're right. I didn't and, even and, that. The time heist. I, yeah, yeah, the time heist. And I'm pretty sure it's tucked into Pizza Dog's collar because like he's got something slipping out of that collar. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Oh. So so I think it, I I think it's like wedged right in there, like like the face of it, and yeah, they'll they'll come across it soon enough. Interesting. All right. I didn't think yeah, of that at my, all. That's my first prediction. <laughs> We're all wrong. <laughs> but yeah, that's it for me for the, yeah, for now uh, at least. I'm also going to say, uh, like, I know Runaways is a show where, like, uh, parents are villains and, 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 like, they do, like, villainous stuff. I really like I think that they're gonna, Yeah. <laughs> I think they're going to roll that concept into, uh, into this because i think they're gonna move towards the young avengers thing and yeah. like that's kind Makes of a cool concept yeah. yeah that's like parents are like the secret villains and i do think uh that katie's mom is like like you know it's not obvious like all signs point towards twirly mustache man not max <laughs> and uh it, and, and like that's just too obvious so something was like okay it was probably the mom that did it at this point and uh she's 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 just trying to keep the peace uh, because of that, because uh, she, she knows, you know, uh, she did all these bad things. And yeah, I, I do think, I, I don't know if it's a Hydra thing or what, but uh, yeah, I, I think she's going to turn out to be uh, a villain, maybe the villain on the show. I don't know. But yeah. Yeah, I think, I, I think you're onto something, actually. Yeah. 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 My predictions along those veins, and specifically like the fact that she runs a security company it doesn't seem like a good person i don't know yeah, i'm like yeah, you're yeah. gonna use that technology for evil um so i think there's something there perhaps um yeah especially with the fact that kate feels so entitled to just use this technology whenever she feels willy-nilly she gets that from somewhere so i feel like her mom's probably doing something to the same effect of maybe like selling people's information i don't know there's technology badness happening that's yeah. my prediction I already think that uh, her mom had uh, Armand killed. So there, there's that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There you go. Uh, anything? Uh, do you think we'll be seeing Yelena uh, in in this show? Mm. Well, at the end, maybe. Do you think Hawkeye is gonna bite it at her hand? Actually, that was a crazy uh, kind of yeah theory that I, I was just thinking about like earlier. I, uh hawkeye could die in this uh series and that's I'm, yeah i'm gonna take a hard stance and a really hopeful stance that he is not going to die okay how are you gonna do this lovely christmas family story and yeah. then kill him that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. crazy and i don't i don't think they're there yet 
like they that that's a lot it's also I mean they arguably did something similar to Iron Man he had this lovely daughter love you 3000 and then killed him but (laughs) I don't think they'd have him I I hope he he doesn't die at her hands because she's a fan favorite by the end of this like uh season I'm sure he's going to be a fan favorite people are going to feel very like attached to him like you know who doesn't like the family man story everybody wants a dad like that who wants to be around and whatever like I don't know that seems mean that's just bullying it does kind the of audience damper, it would damper this like kind of a good-hearted series if that they yeah. did that so yeah yeah Makes that'd sense. be that'd be heavy for this series especially because long division already dealt like very heavily with grief and the loss of humans i feel like ending this one just no 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 that would be that'd be too much i just want to see a nice family succeed mm. that's what i want don't forget Clint's uh, last words to his daughter. So you, you're really in charge. You know, the, 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 those are like lasting words, you know? Like, I, I don't know. I have to rewatch that scene. Stop. <laughs> stop it. Let my boy Clint win. You always take care know, of the boys. I know. I, I know. I love Clint. I love Clint. Yeah. I, I, I hope he does not die. Uh, yeah. Like, I'd, I'd really want, as an Avenger, he just, like, retires with his family. And, like, that's it. Uh, yeah. Because we could... You know, I, I guess like Jeremy Renner, like he's gonna wrap it up, but yeah, hopefully not in death. I want old man Hawkeye <laughs> so for when oh, yeah. old man Logan right. eventually shows up, and I want that series. <laughs> oh my god, I love it! Right. Just two That's old right. curmudgeons being grumpy, yeah. <laughs> and I'd be so happy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, let's talk final thoughts. Uh, all right, final thought. It up. Uh, good series uh, i really like it uh, it's it's just grounded and it's easy to follow and uh should be a fun series which is like just done in four more episodes so it's a short one but should be good yeah i i second that i'm i'm excited to see where this goes i don't think it's gonna go you know so crazy as we've seen with some of the other shows i think it's gonna remain a grounded story that's my hope for it at least and I think it's a very nice, I don't want to say palate cleanser because that sounds negative to the things that have come before, but just like it's a nice refresh before we go into Spider-Man, before we go into a little bit like bigger, uh, otherworldly type of things. I, I'm excited to just have this to keep us keep us grounded until that time. Yeah, th- th- this really does seem to be uh, putting a bow on like the the, the first three Avengers trilogy movies, you know, like, like, oh, this is the last part of it. Cause like we, they've dealt with uh, all, most of the other characters, uh, like, like, you, you know what I mean? In, in like a concise way, Hulk's still out there and Thor's still out there doing their thing, but uh, everyone else, you know, uh, from the original roster, they, their stories have come to an end. Uh, hopefully it's not in death, Hawkeye, please survive. Uh, we want to see more. Although there is someone willing to take over the mantle, so yeah, I'll stop talking. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. Uh, all right. Thank you for watching. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, I'm Alex. I've been joined by Lou and Nisha. And uh, follow us on the socials and subscribe because we have a prize. Uh, 1,000 subscribers, comment and stuff, you know. Uh, Maybe the Malamute fan, you, you might win a Daredevil. You might, you might yeah, you're, win. You're, you're entered. You're entered in the contest, buddy. You're, you're entered, whether you like it or not. We wish we could send you a dog. 
but no, no dogs though. <laughs> All right. Uh, so join us on the next one. Uh, thank you. And uh, Max, I love your mustache. Goodbye. <laughs>